On this week's episode... A person they believe had participated in some uh, trafficking of minors. Mm-hmm. And in that case, apparently the person had gone missing, and now they're trying to figure out whether it was an assault, whether it was a, you know, what can you do for a warrant, and they attempted to, to find out who may have committed the crime. And they asked Google, hey, can you give us information on anyone who searched for this victim's name? The content of this podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to and does not constitute legal advice or a solicitation for the formation of an attorney-client relationship. Podcast listeners should not act upon any information in the podcast without first consulting legal counsel of their own directly. The information in the podcast is not provided in the course of an attorney-client relationship and is not intended to constitute legal advice or to substitute for obtaining legal advice from an attorney licensed in the appropriate jurisdiction. Welcome to Data Privacy Law Talk, where we break down complicated data privacy concepts. I'm your host, Jim Pollock, counsel at Leach Tishman, alongside my co-host, Chris Gonzalez. Jim, I got a question for you. I'm here. Let me let me let me reference a famous song that I actually like. For those of you who don't know, it's actually uh, "Somebody's Watching Me." Remember that song by Rockwell? Of course. You know, something that I always feel like someone's watching me. I yep. have no privacy. Ooh. Yep. I always feel like someone's watching me. Is it just a dream? You know, all that. Blah blah. So I remember all those back when I was a kid listening to that. That was a song. good. That's a good song. Let me ask you this question: What would you think if you heard the following? That the federal government is beginning to issue warrants to a major search engine, particularly it's Google, to turn over anyone's typing of certain search terms. Is this like a Rorschach test? Do you want me to just uh, say the word that comes to mind? I could throw some paint in the wall if you want. (laughs) Yeah, I do, I do. What's your word? Uh, That sounds scary. (laughs) Scary might be the understatement. Well, listen, this morning I get up and I get a text from a friend and he knew we were doing the podcast. And what did he send me? He sends me that. And I read the article. And what's happening is that the federal government investigators are now starting, they call them keyword keyword (laughs) warrants. Boy, that's a tongue twister. Keyword word warrants, which essentially is issuing in, we call it the secret courts. This is, you know, when the the attorney general goes in or the local attorney goes into the government and, you know, hey, I need to go to judge so-and-so. Some person in some black door, uh, tiny room in Washington, D.C. signs something, apparently. Or knocks on his his or her's door, the judge's door, you know, four in the morning. Anyway, and they're issuing warrants to, for, for companies, in particular this company, for search engine searches. Wow. Wow, is the now? Now I know I mentioned. I think in our, it was may have been our first episode. I may have mentioned this case. This this case. This podcast is not about Big Brother. You know what? I have to go to Big Brother for the moment. I knew I wasn't going to keep you away from it. <laughs> you know, we go talked ahead. about that. Okay. First of all, other than the fact of scary, you know, think about that for a minute. So if you are an innocent person and you just happen to set up a an alert that might say something about a bad topic or a you know a controversial topic that might deal with injuring other people or injuring another state or are you now and you just want to just find out about news and that term could be of many we can all think I can start listing but I'm not going to bother and you just start putting that in and you begin to get alerts or just a certain you are now potentially 
as an innocent person just doing a search subject to a search warrant. How would that feel when, you know, Jim, FBI Jim? Sounds a lot like uh, 1984. <laughs> it does. It does. Yeah, so what, what, uh, what kicked this off? Do, do you have any idea? Well, in my dealings over the years, these things, um, from a warrant standpoint, have been going on for a long time. But they're going on from a perspective um, when there's actual conduct going on through either web pages or usually through web pages or email exchanges. So it's not uncommon for the government to issue warrants. Uh, I've been actually um, subject to not a warrant myself, but companies I've represented where they're really just, you know, they're, they're confidential warrants. I can't disclose it. But I've received, you know, an invite from sure. an agent or two. And, you know, I get the warrant and I can't disclose it. And the only person knows is me and essentially one of the you know, high level executives at the company. And then all I simply request is, hey, take this data, put it aside and hold on to it. In the instance that I've dealt with without going, I can't go into detail. They seem very justifiable. I mean, we're talking, you know, active or potentially active actions that might be dangerous for the public. Yeah, or like ongoing you. fraud. Worse than that. Yeah. I'm talking, yeah, no, we're, yeah, fraud is one, of course, but, you know, financial crime issues. Sure. But what I'm talking is significant issues post nine. we'll say post 9-11 issues. Sure. How's that? Those have been gone for a while. Um, but now to have issues with search engines, you know, for the layperson. All right, your kid. I got an 18-year-old in college. She decides, you know, well, that's an interesting, you know, documentary to saw. I'm going to go do a couple searches on it. Something that you just hear. Right. Because we all do that. We, we all kind of, you know, if we hear something from a friend or we hear something on TV, we type it into Google. Google, whatever search engine you decide to use, but typically it's that. And right. what do you know? I know nothing about, so maybe the internet will teach me, because the internet's always right, by the way. Um, another topic we won't go on today. <laughs> but anyway, what, give me your thoughts on this whole thing. Because to me, I'm even being in the space where I know there's activity, it's a little disheartening to think that my kid or your kid who's actually under the age of kids under the age of 18 or friends begin to you know type in really random and maybe potentially problematic words whatever those might be whether they you know let's be fun the honest the biggest one of course is something with terrorism of course sure that's the most obvious one or sure something with you know uh, plotting of a crime of some sort but now okay jim hey by the way yesterday when you were not looking at that other stuff i saw you typing in a word on this stuff yeah, I guess uh, you know, my, and I've I've done a lot of uh, criminal defense, uh, both state and federal, and I've dealt with a lot of warrants. And as much as we want to believe in our clients and have uh, that amazing TV moment and and get a not guilty verdict, we know that our clients uh, many times have done something to earn the attention of the government, uh, if I could put it that way. If if you're telling me, Chris, that they're getting warrants to uh, randomly ins inspect um, someone's search terms uh, without there being some sort of probable cause that there there is a you know a, a crime being committed, uh, you know, just looking for crimes being committed by just per perusing people's search history, that that sounds unconstitutional to me, but maybe maybe I don't have all of the details. Of course, I I did not read this uh, this article, but maybe you could 
expound upon how this is actually being employed against a particular person. From what I understand in the article, and again, it was a brief article, I didn't read any sure. particular documents that were apparently un- accidentally unsealed court document, um, which I haven't read yet. But I, I think it's, for example, a victim. You type in a victim's name mm-hmm. or their address. Yeah. And I know in the news right now we have some issues with people being, uh, unfortunately, younger people being uh, lost, we'll call it, and then subsequently found. Right. Um, unfortunately, not alive, uh, become issues. And so, you know, those are a couple of things. I, I would think, though, but if the news provides it, you're going to type in a person's name, right, to find out right. about it. Does right. that now all of a sudden make you subject to us? The answer is possibly it does. Um, I think it's an even a bigger issue. First Amendment rights. I don't have sure. a right to just kind of do what I want to do. Sure. And now learn, you're learn what you want to learn about. Right. Read about what you want to read about. So anyway, what's going on? These exclude uh, these uh, government secret orders to identify whether it be assault victims, uh, murder victims, and these are these are domestic, Chris. Domestic. Because I mean, we we everybody kind of gave a pass on these. Uh, these search warrants that, where they were tapping phone calls that were leaving the United States. Uh, you know, we were in a very sensitive time with 9-11. Uh, people kind of understood, you know, okay, uh, we need to up the surveillance. But if we're talking about domestic, uh, you know, is, is let me ask you mm-hmm. off the cuff, is this to, you know, prevent mass shootings or is it... Uh, cr- crimes that are being currently committed, or is it truly sort of like a dragnet uh, warrant? Well, it, it's probably a combination. So my understanding is that it started a little, you know, not started, it's been going on for a while, but it, it's it kind of stemmed from a person they believed had participated in some uh, trafficking of minors. Mm-hmm. And in that case, apparently the person had gone missing, and now they're trying to figure out whether it was an assault, whether it was a, you know, what can they do for a warrant? And they attempted to, to find out who may have committed the crime. And they asked Google, hey, can you give us information on anyone who searched for this victim's name? Hmm. Yep. And all of a sudden, bing, 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 things started popping up. Right. Right? Now, why would you name, you know, you know, J- why would Jim Pollock, James Pollock, be relevant? Well, James Pollock mysteriously disappeared. James Pollock is not a public figure. You know, also now, you know, James Pollock is no one really searching for James Pollock, as opposed to you know the president or Congress. You know, someone of a pose of public interest or a public figure. Right. That's probably you know what what started, and now they become, unfortunately, uh, much more prevalent. Apparently, these are happening thousands of these type of orders each year. These type wow. of keyword one. Yeah, so that's that, that's shocking. It is very shocking. It's hadn't amazing. hadn't heard of that. Everyone, thank you for listening to Data Privacy Law Talk with Chris Gonzalez. And this is Jim Pollock. For more information on Data Privacy Law Talk, please visit leechtishman.com. See you next time.